Hello, and welcome to the Euro What, episode number 22 for the week of July 16th, 2018. I'm Mike McComb, and I'm joined today by Ben Smith. Hey, Ben. Hey, Mike. We're a couple of Americans trying to make sense of the Eurovision Song Contest, and this week we'll be talking about the latest European alleged music generator, the 2018 World Cup. This week, in addition to just trying to continue to make sense of the song contest, we are also trying to make sense of how football works. Yeah, uh, I got kind of a handle on that. Have, have you been watching the World Cup at all this year? I have been aware of its presence, mostly just because now is the time of year where all of the Americans suddenly pretend like we've been paying attention to this thing all the time. Mm-hmm. As with many things, I choose to root for Iceland, who unfortunately got knocked out in the group round. But it's okay, because they, they, it's still very big for them that they made it in the first place, and they're all very happy. Yes, yeah. It's been particularly interesting this year since the U.S. did not qualify for the World Cup, so like, I don't know, oh, really yeah. really feel like a free agent, more so than usual. Uh. Oh yeah, like, <laughs> I have no, yeah, like, I have, I have no duty to, to root for my co- country, although what was hilarious is a New York Times crossword a few weeks ago had a clue for cheer at the World Cup. Uh, and being that I do a lot of crosswords, usually the answer for, for any sort of soccer cheer is ole, mm-hmm. because that's what you ch- shouted at a soccer game. Unfortunately, this time it was USA, as in USA, USA. It's like, oh, no, nobody told Will Shorts. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> and there was much, much outcry on crossword Twitter. Oh, dear. Well, yeah. we tried. I, I, we, we, I, I don't know how any of the qualifying works. So. <laughs> I'm sure that we tried. I, we probably formed a team i think we have to do that to, to participate in these things yeah yeah so i guess our angle for this one is music as is usually the case with anything that we do on this podcast but goodness there are so many so many tracks from yeah. eurovision alumni and also rands just trying to latch themselves on to the juggernaut that is the world cup and like i get it because coca-cola has an official anthem which we will get to i mean if coca-cola is making those dollars why not get it cut for you well it's such a weird thing and it's like i don't know what it is about sporting events like this that like cause artists to want to do anthems i mean i'm I'm sure money is like a Mm -hmm. big motivator for it but like the olympics kind of has the same thing uh there's this really great podcast mark and sarah talk about songs that did a episode i guess it was a little over a year ago where they were ranking the various olympic anthems mm-hmm. over the last several decades and yeah like i did just sort of a cursory search in spotify a couple of weeks ago just under world cup so many songs and like a lot of them are from people that nobody has ever heard of but mm-hmm. it's weird because like there a lot of the eurovision blogs have been also like writing about sort of the eurovision connection with a lot of a lot of these songs and like like you said the uh, also rands from national selections and uh mm-hmm. former contestants well i mean if it's anything like watching the olympics you need to have something that's clearly blasting over the arena that you can't quite make out just going on in the background so many of these songs are just not good these are like hastily assembled like barely have a title sort of a thing yeah i mean it's just like i just don't i don't know who the audience is for it or like just how successful these sort of songs can be oh yeah like in in listening to like the the swath of songs that we we pulled together for today i'm just like 
who is purchasing these things on in like your your MP3 store? There's there's no way that you are making tons of money off of this. There's no way you're getting that much streaming revenue off of this. Like who is this for? Not to spoil or tip our hand, but <laughs> uh, th- th- this music is not for us. <laughs> I was about to say. Th- just like the thesis statement of today's program is these are bad songs and, yeah. I, do not, and I do not like many of them. Yeah. So I, I guess we can just kind of dive into it. Let's just start digging into the rich vein of why was this made? So the first one is Coca-Cola's official anthem for the 2018 FIFA World Cup. And I do like that, 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 that its actual title is like the Coca-Cola anthem for the 2018 World Cup. I believe their first official anthem was in 2010. Going through the Wikipedia page of World Cup songs. First of all, there's just so many of them, like I said before. But yeah, just just now that it is like a branded thing of why is this? But anyway, this year's official anthem comes from Jason Derulo, and it's a song called Colors. Uh, here's a clip of that. Originally, when I saw this posted on blogs, they were talking about the connection with Ira Lasco, who represented Malta in 2016. And I really liked her song in 2016. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, this is really cool. And she's like, I mean, Jason Derulo, that's a name. So that's a really great opportunity for her. Oh, yeah. Like, it's great branding because literally when you say Jason Derulo, my brain immediately plays a vocodered, like, Jason Derulo afterwards. Mm-hmm. Like, he's got very good branding. Yeah. So it's like, oh, cool. Like, I'll add this onto our Spotify list. And so it's like doing a search for Ira Lasco. And it's like, oh, it's not coming through on that. Well, I'll just do, like, Jason Derulo. I'm sure it'll come up on there. And of course, it, the song Colors did come up. And listening to it on random, sort of paying attention, but not really. And it's just like, you know, I'm not hearing a woman's voice on this track. And, like, looking closer at the the track listing. And it's just like, oh, she's not listed here. And then, like, looking up the official video on YouTube, it's like, huh, this... This is weird. And yeah, did a search for Jason Derulo and Ira Lasco and and found a video that both of them appear never (laughs) together. Yeah. The same scene. Yeah. And she is doing parts that like in the original track, Jason is doing the vocals for that. And it's like, okay, this is, did she just insert herself into this video and is just doing one of those like karaoke app like duet things or like what is going on here like i i do not understand i mean what well, you is know happening. how when you, when you invite friends over for a movie night you take the time to like green screen yourself into the background because you were there to be fair it's not like she green screened herself <laughs> there are scenes that were the jason derulo part in the original but now feature ira like her sections are professionally produced music mm-hmm. video and like she is lip syncing to the actual words of the song it's not like they pulled clips from other videos that she was in and threw them in into the mix but I- it's just this is a collaboration because she said it was a collaboration like i i do not understand <laughs> what is, is collaboration happening here. through yeah. ira lasco's sheer willpower yeah yeah which i mean on the one hand more power I mean, to yeah, her like, that's kind of yeah, baller yeah. <laughs> yeah, like 
like if that's what you want to do with your time cool but also like we noticed and we were like wait a minute did you just make this yourself this is on your official youtube channel yeah but not the official mix the song is not on her spotify track listing like you go to the artist page and they say like your most recent single and it's like okay colors is not on like her most recent singles list and it's like okay well that's weird neat <laughs> just like let's just keep this little secret between you and i youtube channel yeah it's not like she's taking away from this bland commercial like very commercial <laughs> song like they, they like what is it taste the feeling or something like there's just a whole like bunch of coke slogans like in the coke lyrics Cola of the song yeah it's like oh this is just so gross for so many reasons mm -hmm. and then this element just like really pushes it over the top so well well done well done <laughs> <laughs> excellent work ira also what <sighs> yeah i appreciate the mystery of this song right now yeah i mean it, it's it's nice that we can have sort of a u.s connection in in that oh jason derulo somebody that people have heard of mm -hmm. the other track on our list that features somebody that we heard of ben do you want to take this one <laughs> sure uh in in just sort of a frankensteining of, of so many artists at once we have pitbull arash who were the azerbaijani entry in 2009 niusha and Blanco. I, I recognize two of these names, one of them because I've been following the Eurovision Song Contest, uh, with the song Goli Goli. Mr. Worldwide, talking to the world again. Mr. Worldwide. a really thought-provoking song mostly just going what <laughs> as i sort of hinted at like this whole song and video just feels kind of like like a, the parlor game exquisite corpse in that one person started the song and video and then it got passed to another artist and then it got passed to another artist and then hey we found some old sweepings of an old pitbull track on the floor of the studio do you want us to just like cut those in sure and then they made this song which ha which is a song and has a video, and that's all I have to say about it. In that it's it's there. Yeah, and Pitbull had the official 2014 FIFA song, not the anthem. Uh, in my research for this episode, I, re I learned that <laughs> anthems are a different thing. Mike. Yeah, like there are the official anthems, and then the official songs, and then the official Coca Cola song. So there's at least three official musical entries for each World Cup. Like it, it's I. Yeah, I, I I do not get it. But anyway, like Pitbull had the official song for 2014, the last time uh, the World Cup was held. And yeah, this just seems to be a continuation of that. And it's just all things Pitbull. And it's just, oh, he is not my favorite. I'll, I'll, I'll put it that way. <laughs> I just like the various tiers of like promotional inclusion where you have the official Coca-Cola song. And then like further down the list, you have the Cinnamon Dr. Pepper official ringtone. Mm -hmm. Just so many levels of... Of trying to make a buck off of these soccer teams. cinnamon dr pepper yes that that i was just, i think yeah, I was that just, is just, just the <laughs> exact description for all of these songs oh yeah no, like I, I was sitting here trying to think of okay what's the worst possible like one-off soda promotion thing but i mean that's just it it's it's just like you only have this specific 
thing that is only going to be relevant <laughs> for maybe six weeks at the most, particularly in the US, where it's like we're not even participating. We're not even participating. It's on the bar, but that's about it. Yeah. And it's, ugh. Mm. it's <laughs> on at the bar and we are shouting goal no matter which team gets the goal in. We're just we're just very happy that they got a point. And then you just have like these songs. It's like, could this song exist outside of the World Cup? I mean, maybe this one's not the best one for that argument, just because it's called Goalie Goalie. And half of the lyrics are goalie, 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 <laughs> goalie, of, goalie. Most of the lyrics are the word goalie. I will give the title this. It does what it says on the tin. Yeah, it's... Hmm. I, I like that our default state with this song is just exasperation. As a cash grab. Like, it, it, it's not even a cash grab. It's, it's because it's like, like there is no cash to grab for yeah, something like, like, like this. There is, there is not a whole lot of cash to be grabbed. And it's such a glut of, of people trying to make a buck off. Like, who is the target audience? If we look at, like, what Russia is pumping, because they are the host. Yeah, and, the, and again, it's kind of a mixed bag. Two of Russia's runners-up from the last several years, Buranovsky Babushki, uh, also known as the Russian Grannies from 2012. They have their EDM, I guess that's what you'd call it, EDM track, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Russia. which I guess is playing at the airport. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, like, that feels like a very good place for the, is at the airport, like, when you get in. It is a perfectly pleasant series of Russian grandmothers saying Russian words over an EDM beat. Yeah, and I mean, I, they're I, dressed in their full, like, Russian grandma drag. I did like that, you know, it's been six years since we last heard from the grannies. Mm -hmm. Noticed some new members where it turns out that the group is very much like a reverse Menudo in that people get swapped out when they get to a certain age. But this time it's because of death, not because of puberty. We don't know that. <laughs> I guess this one doesn't bother me as much as the first two that we talked about, just because, mm -hmm. like, this group is kind of marketed as a novelty group. So doing mm -hmm. a novelty song doesn't strike me as offensive oh yeah no like this is just what they do is that they are grandmas and they give you the basics of russian culture and there's like a nice little dance track behind it yeah and it's just like they're just there to have a good time and like it, it doesn't seem like there's hours of studio work going into it oh yeah no 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 like the the one grandson drove up to the house mm -hmm. played the track and had them talk in the microphone and we're done Great to see you. It's not like they need to turn a profit or anything like that. But mm -hmm. the other track from Russia is from 2015's runner-up, or, or actually, no, she finished in third, sorry. Paulina Gagarina with the song Team 2018. <laughs> actually kind of like this song and i think part of it is it's not in english so it's it's tougher to tell if it's mm -hmm. just like being as gross as a coca-cola song or <laughs> yeah. it also feels like it's something that can 
exist outside of this like world cup ecosystem exactly this one was another one like you like i also thought this one was towards the top of the entries we listened to just because again it feels like a song whose lifespan is not entirely tied to the world cup even though its name is just team 2018 Mm-hmm. I thought Paulina got a, a raw deal in 2015. Like uh, that was the year that everybody was booing at Russia and like mm-hmm. she was bursting into tears in the green room. And it's like, no, you gave a great performance. Like even like Conchita was just like, no, you deserve to be here and you deserve to get the points that you are getting. <laughs> and she has an amazing voice. And I think she has a good pop sensibility. And mm-hmm. this song demonstrates that. This one is another one that has like a couple other artists on it, but it feels much more focused. Like one of those artists is a DJ. Mm-hmm. So, so he's mostly just guiding the direction of the track and then there's some standard rap verse that's there and is fine and is you know just works with the track and again like it feels like this was made on purpose and not just oh hey we have all these various sessions let's try and make a thing out of them it's not a great song but i mean if it comes on the radio six months from now I'll probably still listen to it or at least not be like, oh, no, not this song and like move on to the next track. Oh, oh yeah. Like, it, it, is it a great song? No, but it's it's fine for, yeah. for what it is. And like, that's that's OK. Like, this is something I would not mind pumping over the sound of the stadium as a game is on. Mm-hmm. My pick for the cream of the crop. And admittedly, this is just because I like Iceland. Didn't like their entry this year for Eurovision. But do like this little check in from Polapunk, who was their entry in 2014. That was just brightly colored and singing about tolerance. And they just got a new song. Let's play a clip. Okay, so I'm going to butcher the, the name of this one. This is Boltan i Pungin, which means the ball in the balls, and I think it's just about Iceland's history. I just like their whole kind of pop punk for kids thing. It's a group where half their members are kindergarten teachers. That's so awesome. Oh, yeah, it's like, <laughs> ev- like much like with the Icelandic soccer team, where every little detail I find out about them just endears me to them more. Like, it's the same with Polapunk, where only one of their members is a professional musician who just gigs in a bunch of bands. Two of them are kindergarten teachers who wanted to take their previous experience being in an alt-rock band in the 90s and just make music for kids that they wanted to listen to. Yeah, like, this is just, it's just a fun song. It's got a lot of energy, and it's another one where maybe it's just because it's in another language, but it feels like, it feels better. It feels a little bit more pure. I think it's also just a case of like, oh, we're just making music for the sake of making music. Mm -hmm. I don't think they are gunning for the 2022 Coca-Cola sponsorship or whatever. No. No. (laughs) It's such a fun track and just so inoffensive. It really reminds me of They Might Be Giants, particularly around the time that they did their children's album. Um, kids albums yeah yeah it's just a real delight to listen to polapunk is like one of the rare bands that i dug into after their initial eurovision appearance just because i really really clicked with them Mm -hmm. a lot of their songs are just very simple like they have a song that's basically about the ambulance oh really yeah like it it is great the the chorus is just them making ambulance noises nice yeah like it it's just 
wonderful and I love it. This is just very much in that same vein as this and their their song from Eurovision where it's just very, very high energy. What I liked about their performance in 2014 was just how colorful it is. And you can and you can get that even audibly, like just how colorful and bright everything is about what they're what they're putting into their music. So this one is a fun find. Then like the one that I, was like, I heard and was like, oh, no, 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 no. We need to talk about this one. We need to discuss this. Genghis Khan who was the the German entrant in 1979 with the song Genghis Khan. I saw their name on the list and I was like, okay, so Moscow was like an Olympics thing in 1980. Did they just do like a specially timed re-release? Oh, they did so much more. It's them and some other guy who is there and singing over the top of this song. And it, this just so one of the music sites I follow, Pop Justice, has a great breakdown of what's going on in pop. And in particular, they're based in the UK. So I get some stuff outside of like my normal pop music bubble, which is awesome. But for a while last year, they were always ending that weekly playlist with whatever no name DJ was doing a terrible tropical house cover of some song from the 80s, like Summer of 69 or mm-hmm. all sorts of stuff. This just felt like that in that you're remaking the song, but in a bad way. It's just so it's so bad. The original version of the song has like special meaning to me just because it's it's very cheesy. And there's a version of it where somebody has transcribed what they hear of the lyrics because they don't actually speak German. And it was the funniest thing to me for like a solid week and a half. Oh, is that the Buffalax? Yeah, yeah, the Buffalax version okay. is just beautiful. And maybe it's because like the first time I encountered the Buffalax version, I was in the middle of a puzzle thing where I had been like up for a day and a half straight and just slap happy. But like I was in tears laughing at the song to the point where it just sort of ended up in my regular playlist rotation. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like this one, and I, re- I read an article, I think it was last month, that Genghis Khan had reformed or reunited. I, I know a couple of their members have passed on since uh, their <laughs> heyday in the mid-80s. doing a hologram tour like ABBA? I don't think it's at that level. There's not a big enough fan base to, to, to pay for that. There might be, because the original version of Moscow, Moscow was number one in Australia for six weeks because it was used as the promotional track for the 1980 for the Olympics. Olympics. Yeah. yeah. And there's just no accounting for taste. I mean, like, hello, well, we're doing this podcast. What was, what was very confusing about this new version of the song is that the video features the remaining members of Genghis Khan mm-hmm. and the guy who is singing on top of the song for some reason. And then like five other people who are never explained are not listed in the credits. They're right. just there. And I assume that these are German people that German people know. But yeah. as someone who's just like, what's going on? Uh, was very confusing. Yeah. And then uh, also looking this up on Spotify, I believe there are a dozen versions of different languages. There's the English version, the international version, the German version. I think there's a Russian version. Like It's just like, wow, there's... Okay, sure. Look, they, <laughs> they bought a day of studio time and it took about 20 minutes to do the first version. 
and they wanted to get their money's worth. So let's yeah. just do let's do it in Swahili. There we go. <sighs> Unfortunately, Germany also got knocked out early. <laughs> oh. I hope that doesn't dampen the success uh, of of this track. Now uh, they'll overall. never be the Coca-Cola official anthem. Oh well. This is only a handful of the Eurovision associated World Cup songs that are out there just yeah. for this year. If like... you heard this, yeah, if you heard the sample for these songs and were like, "Where can I find more of this?" Great news. There's so much of it. There's too much of it. We didn't even get into the Melfest alumni who are putting out tracks. And we have a whole YouTube playlist in our show notes. I guess something to look forward to four years from now to see. (laughs) Yeah. So much more alumni. Like, uh, yeah, we haven't even talked about the version of Fever that Alexander Reebok did where he replaced Fever with FIFA. Oh, no. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Uh, and what you're picturing, you are correct. So. <laughs> Just, oh, dear. I'm... Yeah, I'll throw that link in the show oh, notes, too. Oh, please do. Yeah. Please yeah. do. It's... Uh, also, in a rare recommendation, don't listen to these. These are terrible. <laughs> Maybe, like, watch the videos with the sound off or with a song you like playing instead. Listen to the Paulina one. Listen to Pola Punk. Yeah, listen to the Pola Punk one. The Pola Punk one is good. The Paulina one is good. May No. I was about <laughs> to say maybe listen to it, but no. Maybe, like, turn the Jason Derulo one on just for, like, long enough for to hear, like, the vocoded version of his name and then just, like, turn it off. You could also just get a ringtone that has yeah, I mean, Jason yeah, Derulo. Yeah, you could just search on YouTube for Jason Derulo vocoder and probably get, like, that for, on, like, a 10-minute. Yeah. Um, but, oh, so much. Oh, well. Yeah, there uh, are so <laughs> many of these songs, and they exist for reasons that we just don't understand as Americans. Much like soccer, if you think about it. I guess we tried. We're, yeah, we, we're, we're not we're not going to make sense of all of Europe's pop music predilections, yeah. I don't think. so. And I guess that's going to do it for this episode of the EuroWhat. Uh, you can find our previous episodes on our website at eurowhat.com or by subscribing through Apple Podcasts or the podcast app of your choice. When you add the subscription, feel free to rate and review us to let us know how we're doing and help other Eurovision fans find us. You can also find us on social media at EuroWhat on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Feel free to send us your comments, questions, any feedback. We'd love to hear from you. If we did miss your favorite soccer track, please do not send us that. We are good. I'm actually kind of curious. Yeah, yeah, I mean, on the other hand, like if you really have one, yeah, like I am morbidly curious. Just like you guys didn't talk about this one. Words escape us. So what, yeah, what fresh <laughs> hell. <is> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We'll be back in a couple of weeks. 